0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Curious with Caitlin. I'm Caitlin Lopensky and today on the show, I have not one, but two amazing guests who are impacting our community in the best ways possible. So here with me today, I have Chantel White and Taylor Hall. How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah, I know it's been a really lazy day, so I'm I'm kind of yeah. sleep. I'm kind of groggy right now, but I'm I'm yeah. more so excited to talk to you guys about what you have yeah. been up to.
1: Thank you so much for having us. We're really excited to be recording and have um, a place to amplify our voices.
0: Exactly, that's what I'm here for. I really want you guys to be able to get your message out and tell everybody what you've been up to. So awesome. I hope that Zoom works in our favor today because it's kind of funky. So we'll see, but I'm sure it'll be okay. And I'm right. sure that you guys have been on a lot of Zoom calls because you have been organizing so much. And so Chantel and Taylor organized a Black Lives Matter march down in downtown Campbell in June. Mm-hmm. So I just want to hear all about like, what prompted you to make this happen.
1: Kayla, do you wanna go? Oh yeah. Um so I've always been like very um like active with equal rights and stuff ever since I was little. Um I even wrote like an article in my eighth grade journalism class um in middle school about like equal rights and stuff. Um and being a young woman of color I've always stood with the black community um and supported them. Um, and this was just something that I wanted to do to, like, one, stand with the Black community, of course, and, um, show Campbell and San Jose and all that, um, that Black Lives Matter, and then also to give, um, a space, a safe space for families and kids our age and adults and anyone who wanted to come, because I know a lot of protests, like, some people might not feel safe going to. So I felt like if it was organized by two teenagers, um, you know, people could bring their kids or they could go alone and they would feel more safe. Um, and then also give a like place for our fellow community members to share their stories and their opinions.
0: That's absolutely incredible. I mean, <laughs> I just want to say thank you for creating a space like that hmm. where people can safely like spread the message. So did yeah. it turn out? like you wanted it to how was like how was the turnout was it peaceful because I unfortunately wasn't able to make it I saw it but yeah yeah, I'm yeah it's amazing so how did it go yeah we actually
2: um we actually had a lot more people than expected and we didn't think that so many people were going to come through like the pandemic and a lot of people personally told us like hey I really wish I could go but like unfortunately my parents aren't letting me yeah
0: that happened to me Mm -hmm.
2: yeah but the was honestly amazing. I think mm-hmm. we had around twenty to thirty people, which yeah. seemed like a lot, but it was honestly so amazing just to see like so many people, like the youngest people were literally like I think maybe like six, nine, five, yeah. Nine. And so it was just awesome seeing so many members of our community, not even all um, people of color, like people just yeah. us as allies and it really like was a movement and it was awesome just to see how many people came. Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: Yeah, I was looking at the agenda of what types of um, things you guys were going to be doing there. And I noticed that at the very end, you were holding a moment of silence. So what was that like yeah. for you?
1: It was very emotional for, for both of us. Um, and I didn't really think about it because it's like you go from marching and screaming and chanting to just like having to be very emotional and res- and obviously like respectful. Um, but it was just really great to see all of the protesters um hold that moment of silence with us and respect those who have lost their lives um or just been affected by racism and police brutality um so that was honestly like one of my favorite parts of the protest just because it was really beautiful to see so many people come together and um just like respect you know what everyone in the black community has to go through yeah
0: What were some of your other favorite parts? Because I feel like that would have been a really big moment, but was there anything else that really stood out to you?
2: Um, Probably because Taylor made bracelets, and it's (laughs) a small thing, but it just made me so happy. Like, like getting to meet everyone individually and then handing them a bracelet, like, it just, like, really, like, moved me and stuff because it showed how many people supported us. We didn't think that our protest was getting amplified that much. It's hard when you only have a certain amount of followers and you can't really reach the whole community. We didn't know if our post was going to be um, amplified enough. So seeing how many people came and being able to meet with them and learn about their stories and why they're here, it's just so awesome.
1: Yeah. And then my other favorite part was the speeches because they made me very emotional. Um, Chantel's speech, like. That was my favorite, obviously, because she's my best friend, but just seeing, like, some of our school staff and, like, there were two little girls who they were, like, eight or nine, like, between that age, um, and it was just really emotional and moving to just hear their stories at such a young age um, and just hear a bunch of different people, like, different genders, different races, different ages, so that was definitely one of my favorite parts as well, is just hearing everybody's voices and stories. Mm-hmm.
0: That sounds absolutely amazing. And to those little girls that you were talking about, you're mm-hmm. you're their role models. Yeah. You being able to organize something like this and speak on behalf of the black community is absolutely it's it's astounding. Like I thank you. And I've noticed you you both are very active on social media and just seeing what you post and I saw all the photos from it and yeah, it re- it impacted me. Like I was yeah. just looking at them and I'm like, "Wow, like these girls go to my school. Chantel, we were on the same tennis team and it's really inspiring <laughs> seeing people like my peers making such a difference. And so, yeah, social media is such I think I think in my opinion it's such an amazing way to spread a message and to get your voice out. So, what other ways can people support the Black Lives Matter movement without um if they can't protest or other than social media?
1: Um I think just like I know a lot of people say this but genuinely like signing petitions donating if you can um educating whether it's like an infographic or a podcast like this one or a movie show a book whatever like just also keeping that momentum because i've definitely noticed in the past month i think um it's sad but like the momentum has gone down so i think such an important part is just keeping it up and still sharing. Even if it's, like, just a little infographic, um, even if it's, you know, a petition, like, it can definitely reach a lot more people because everyone has different, like, not everyone has the same exact followers, if that makes sense. So, even if you don't think you're making an impact, you could reach at least one other person, and that person could repost and reach 10 other people. So, it's really just, like, a matter of believing in yourself, I guess, and, like, just continuing to share and repost, um, mm-hmm. and even if, like, you're off social media, just doing things like educating yourself, educating others, like, standing up to racism, even if it's, like, a little scary or intimidating, um, that's, I think, one of the biggest things that we need to do, because once we educate others and shut those, like, racist ideals down, it can definitely impact, um, a lot more people.
0: Yeah. I feel like what you have to say is really going to help any listeners out there um, who are who believe in keeping the momentum going. So thank you so much for sharing about that. And yeah, of course, you both are also doing something that is especially unique in our um, age group because the homeless population often isn't very acknowledged, and mm-hmm. you have started a club called Hope for the Homeless, yeah. and so can you tell me a little bit about that? What inspired you?
1: Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Basically, we know, like, let's just say, like, when I was in middle school, we took a field trip to San Francisco, and you could just see the homeless people. And then you would go a few blocks over, and you would see all the Teslas and all the luxury houses and all the, like the apartments, and you can just see how much money there is compared to how little money there is. And... Things like that irked especially Taylor and I. And so we really wanted to start making a movement because I feel like the homeless population is so overlooked and you yeah. like, they don't get anything. They don't get any support in this community, especially when there's so much money in Silicon Valley, they don't get any of it. So we wanted to start something in our own community that contributed to making that better. And Taylor, do you have anything else to add?
1: Yeah, so like, As far as like what inspired it, it was actually my history teacher. Um, This past sophomore year, she gave us like a project that was called the Do Something Project. So my friends Chloe and Lucero, who are our secretaries and team members, um, we decided to take some pizzas, water, um, holiday cards, money and stuff to this encampment, this homeless encampment that was like right by my house. I drove past this like every day and it always was very heartbreaking because no one helped them. I definitely saw more so like during the holiday season, people pulling over to give them blankets and stuff. But for the most part, they were there in and out for years ever since I can remember. Um, And just seeing, you know, parts of my community and my neighbors and stuff just drive past it as if it's nothing was very upsetting. Um, So taking all of the materials there, like we talked to them, we made connections to them. um, We told them about what we were doing. And that definitely inspired us to do more than just a final because we knew that we wanted to take this out of sophomore year and even out of high school eventually. Um, So that's kind of when we decided to make Hope for the Homeless as a club and an organization where a bunch of different community members can get involved and just help out and also just make them more seen um, and delete that negative stigma that the unhoused community always gets.
0: I completely agree. Homelessness surrounds us and yeah, it's overlooked. And so this is amazing that you guys are doing something about it. So can you tell me a little bit about what your goal is?
1: Um, So for Hope for the Homeless, like one of our biggest goals is overall just to help them like with materialistic things, I guess. So like donating or volunteering or just, you know, giving them cards or whatever. But then also, like I mentioned before, um, kind of helping our other community members see them and erase that stigma. Because I know even people like that I'm close to would always kind of see them as like drug addicts or alcoholics or failures and stuff. And it's like, we want to correct that um, to make people see them as because they're part of our community. So they're still San Jose citizens, like, And just because they don't have a home or, you know, dinner to come home to every night or fresh clothes every day, it's like that doesn't mean that they're any less human. So a big part of Hope for the Homeless, um, and also what I think makes it a little different than other, um, like, homeless organizations and stuff, um, is that we want to help people see them as humans, too, and as San Jose community members as well.
0: So you've started you started this club over the summer. Have you started to hold meetings yet?
2: Yeah, we've actually been holding meetings. I think for the past going on, our, yeah, like going on to our second month. Um, but they're obviously changing things along with the schools. And we wanted to make sure that our meetings were accessible to people who did not just go to our high school because we've, heard, we've had a lot of interest from other neighboring high schools and other high schools in the Bay Area. And we didn't want to, part of the reason why we trans, transitioned from being a club to more so of an organization is because we didn't want to build like a block to where other people can join. So we made it so that way other high schools and other students in the Bay Area who want to help out can. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I will definitely be dropping in on some meetings and I'm I'm going to join. This is amazing. Can you tell our audience a little bit about when you will be holding meetings and other ways that they can help out the homeless population? Yeah, so we
1: held meetings before, um, usually on Tuesdays, but now because school's starting, we want to make it more accessible to people. So we're going to be having meetings every other Sunday at four o'clock. Um, if you can't make meetings, like we always post notes in our Google classroom and stuff, but for other ways you can help the homeless, we, um, we've we listed some like on our website and stuff, but whether it's like donating old clothes to homeless shelters, or I know for me personally, I always carry like little baggies full of like water bottles or granola bars or hand sanitizer or masks now especially. Um, And if you ever see, like, a homeless person, like, on the sidewalk or if they're, like, asking for money or something, giving them those, like, little, I guess, goodie bags um, could definitely be helpful because they need more resources than just, like, cash. Um, And providing that to them could definitely be really helpful. Um, Also, just educating yourself because you might, like, walk or not walk by, but, like, drive by homeless encampments and you see that it's bad, but you might not know how bad it is. Um and like with doing research for the club and stuff, I've learned that Santa Clara is like the third has the third largest homeless population in the US, which is crazy. Um so
0: oh, just well, educating that is, yourself. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's absolutely absurd. Um so educating yourself on, you know, your community's unhoused population, um, donating, like I said, volunteering, like I said. Um, if you want, like you can email our city officials. Like we've kind of try to go to different hearings and stuff over Zoom just to see our city's like budget and where it's going. Um, So if that's ever open, I definitely recommend doing that as like just a source of education. But there's just so many different ways to help the homeless population more than just like giving them money. Um, And we definitely want to give our members and followers and stuff those resources. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: okay, so I'm going to put the Instagram for Hope for the Homeless in the description. And because I know that you guys have been posting information on there. So I'll put that in there for anybody interested. And so this this is absolutely fantastic what you guys are doing, helping out the community in so many different ways. And I've learned so much from you guys today. So just keeping the Black Lives Matter movement going and the smallest acts of kindness can really make a difference in the community. So thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything else that you guys would like to add before we wrap up?
1: Um, Can I just say, like, please continue to help Black Lives Matter and post about it because it's not a trend, and I feel like that's something that a lot of people see it as. So I know we kind of talked about this before, but it's just a reminder, please, please, please continue to sign petitions and repost stuff and donate if you can and go to protests if you can. Um... And if you're interested in helping the homeless, definitely join HFTH because we're active and we're going to be holding our first event later this month. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I think I'm also good, too.
0: All right. Well, Chantel and Taylor, thank you so much again. This is definitely such a feel-good episode. Like, my heart Uh is so full hearing about what you guys are doing. Uh So, Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Curious with Caitlin and remember to stay curious.